You're listening to She's Called and Confident, a podcast dedicated to helping fierce Christian female leaders cultivate inner confidence, follow their passion, and make an income while making an impact. I'm your host, Yolanda King, a mom, wife, entrepreneur, and empowerment social worker. I'm obsessed with helping women conquer their fears and move past stuck so they can tap into their potential and lead with joy while pursuing their calling. Each week, I will bring you an episode to help elevate your mindset, keep you inspired, and empower you to keep God at the center of your life. Ready to unlock your potential and live out your calling with confidence? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited that we are back with our first ever guest speaker, Miss Candace Spears. So you guys, I am so excited today because we're going to talk about a topic that I love to talk about, which is really all about balance. And Candace is really going to break it down to us and speak about the marriage and being a mommy and building a business and just the secrets of unlocking a healthy balance in our life. So Candace, nice to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm really, really, really excited to be here. And I am, you know, <laughs> you know she's called incompetent. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is going to be great. Yes. You know, I'm so appreciative of people like Candace who are just go-getters and are not afraid to just go after what they want. And I've learned so much from Candace in the short time that I met her. And she's truly a relationship that I am truly thankful for. So I want to start off by asking an icebreaker question, if it's okay with you. Yeah, shoot. Okay, so if you were stuck in an island and can only take three things with you, what would it be? Oh, my goodness. Stuck on an island, three things. Can I take something electronic or does it not work on the island? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Use your imagination. What three things would you take? Ah, okay. I would probably take... One, I would probably take a jump rope, and I realize that sounds odd, but I would probably take <laughs> First, I'm thinking, okay, for my health, that would probably be good. But then for other things, it would be good, you know, if you need to catch a wild animal or <laughs> something along those lines, I would take that for survival. I would take a cup. I feel like I have a lot of practical things. I would take a cup so I can drink water. I'm all about survival. Can you tell? <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. I, I don't want to tell you my answers. <laughs> and then I would probably take, I'm going to assume my electronics aren't going to work. So I would probably take a Bible. And so um, at least that way, you know, I can be comforted in the word and just stay fed while I'm out there alone. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that, Candice. Okay, so I want my audience to know a little bit about who Candace Spears is. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey that led you to building a business? Yeah, an entrepreneur at heart and entrepreneur in real life. But when I say entrepreneur at heart is I'm really on my second, maybe even third iteration of a business, you could say, over the last seven, eight years or so. And one of the things that I've always done over the past 12 plus years is work in corporate America. So even as I've you know built these businesses and had my side hustles, I've always been in corporate America as a mainstay and had this attitude at one point in time of, oh, no, I'm leaving corporate America. Then it switched to, no, oh, I'm going to be climbing the ladder. Then it switched back to, no, you're really an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. So I had all these, these back and forth moments. and. 
it was about maybe like four years ago now, almost about four years ago now, where I had left one job and moved into a new opportunity with GE in particular. And it was my second time going back to GE. And it was a very cool job in marketing and you know, had this wonderful title, had all this great stuff. And long story short, that role didn't end up panning out to be everything I wanted it to be. And I actually ended up losing that job. And so, mm. you know, my role had went away and it was devastating because, you know, it was a time where when you have this role that makes you feel like, oh my gosh, you're on top of the world. You do this, you work for this company, you do this. And then to have that a blow. And at that point in time, I really said to myself, okay, who are you, Candace? What do you offer in the world? What's your identity? Like, screw having your identity tied up in these companies and the places that you work for. Who are you? And I really vowed that I would never allow myself to let a company or a person define what I had to offer in the world. And I, I never wanted anything to be taken away from me ever again. And so you fast forward a little bit though, and I had went into my next job saying, I am Candace Spears. I own my identity. I own this. I own that. And when I went into that next job, which is the one that I'm currently still at, I was very much like when people would ask me, hey, these collaboration techniques that you're doing and how do you get people to talk and all this other stuff. I had that mindset around, okay, I own this. I own my own identity. I'm going to write a book about this. I'm not just going to allow it to be used at my company. I'm going to write a book and, and did all that stuff. And and then later found myself actually caught up in the similar situation from the job when I was let go, when one of the executive officers that had really sponsored me and really helped me along at this current job and got me so much exposure and allowed me to just blossom and branch out in the things that I wanted to do when he retired. And I found like everything that I had built up, all this good stuff that I started doing, I was getting wrapped up in the company again. And I had that realization that, you know what, enough is enough. And so that's brought me to today, Yolanda, where I'm saying, all right, I've got talent. I know who I am. I know I have value. Now it's time for me to really focus in and make a plan to exit this nine to five and really make a bigger impact in the world. And so that's where I am today in building my business with CandaceBeers.com and trying to help other corporate professionals also make their exit through the journey that I'm doing right now. I love that, Candice. And really what I love, it spoke to me because I was in a similar situation. And I know that a lot of my listeners are still in their nine to five and do suffer through sometimes identity crisis. And let's be honest, I think that's just one thing that's part of the journey for all of us. Sometimes our career identity gets a little shooken up. What I love about you is that you said absolutely that this is not going to happen to me. You just kind of took the reins of adding an extra stream of income for your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's dive into the balance of everything because I think that's a really important topic. And to be honest, it's some a topic that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's this whole phenomena of balance. So I want you to give me your thoughts on what balance means to you. Yeah. So balance means to me, and I would say it means to me, not what it may typically mean by definition. So what it means to me is finding a place where when you can be all in and be fully present, 
you are fully present and fulfilled and not worried, not anxious about the stuff that you're not present in. I think it's finding that when you look at your life overall, again, you have more satisfaction than dissatisfaction with the relationships that you're involved in, with the things that you're doing and able to participate in. I like to be careful to say, especially I am a mom, of course, I have three small children, I have a husband. I like to be careful to say that that idea of work-life balance in this perfect, oh, I can do it all. I can have this, I can have that, and everything can be wonderful is, I think you can, right? I think you can have balance. But when I say that, I mean, generally, when you're all in on one thing, something else is probably suffering. That is so true. And you know what? And it goes to me too, because lately I've been just, you know, I have multiple responsibilities that I have to take care of. And I do not know how I came to this. Maybe you could help me. (laughs) But I realize that sometimes in the seasons where I'm focusing on one area of my life, the other area of my life is just kind of be lacking. But how do you get to that phase where you're okay with it? Yeah, I think, I think it's two things. So the first thing I think it's how long you stay in that season. So I think that's one thing. And I think the other thing is being super clear about what matters most, being okay to let other things suffer. So for the first one about, you know, how long you stay in it, let me give you a good example. So right now I used to be And I still have a love for it, but I don't do it as much. So I used to be avid in my yard. So you would find me during the summer month, like, oh my gosh, ripping out grass and putting in these garden beds and just like immaculately like creating things in my yard. Yeah. And this past summer, oh my gosh, Yolanda, my yard looks like a mess and I'm kind of embarrassed by it, (laughs) but I haven't had the time. And one of the things that I've recognized is, and my husband and I have both come to this agreement, if we are going to be so intentional and focused on our businesses and use our time there, we don't have as much time to spend on a yard. And in fact, hey, maybe we need to sell our house and move into something that's lower, lower maintenance and that type of thing. And so I know that Over these next few months, I'm working on selling my house. I'm not going to be in this forever, but I've already abandoned ship saying, okay, that's less important to me having an immaculate yard. It's more important that I have the time to get podcasts done or, you know, work on my business or go somewhere with the kids or whatever, that type of thing. And so, yeah, so it's almost like making the choice and being okay with mm -hmm. it, having peace with it. Right. Because I think for everything, I think the farther that you go along and being focused on the vision that you want to get to, there will have to be a lot of no's in your path. And if you're more excited about the yeses, it's easier to say no to the other. Let's dive into that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's break that down, that statement. It's easier to say yes to the others. Can you explain that? Yeah. So for me right now, and even thinking, even if you think about, actually, no, let me give you a different example. So there are a lot of demands on my time. And I used to be the person that would always, you know, always, always help. Like, okay, you need me to come and do this for you? Sure, I'll come and do this. 
you need me to come and help you research this thing on your computer? Okay, sure. Let's pick a date. I'll come and help you do it. But these days, because my schedule is so, it's getting filled up with things, right? Remember, mom, wife, still working nine to five and building a business. (laughs) So, and not to mention community, community participation. (laughs) It's like, because I know that if I don't give my time to my business, the things that I want to see happen. So like the date that I have on my calendar to exit my nine to five, that could fall behind. I could not do that. That has attached to it all of my dreams of the freedom of just, hey, one day I'm going to pop up at my girl's school for lunch, or one day we're going to go and take three weeks and be somewhere else. And so if I think about everything that I may have to trade off for saying that yes, it's easier for me to say no. You know what I mean? And so that's kind of what I mean. And you try to balance that without being selfish at the same time, because it kind of sounds selfish, but at at the same time, right? No, I, you know, yeah, I don't believe it's selfish. I, it's boundaries. It's priorities. You know, I've heard this from a lot of entrepreneurs. Sometimes there are seasons where you are investing tons and tons of hours into your business, especially when you first are growing your business. What kind of tips can you give our audience who are pro- probably interested in starting a side hustle or side business to add an extra stream of income into their family? What kind of wisdom can you share about balancing it? Mm, I would say, look at when you have kids and a spouse, right? I would say, look at how you can incorporate them into your business. If you want to get to a place of, because already starting a business and it's the stuff that you're doing, right? It's going to be more time and you're going to have to figure out how to get that additional time. But sometimes you can leverage the time that you're already spending in certain areas for your business. So for example, for me, so my girls, if you look at my social media content, you'll see them appear on a lot of my content. And if you listen to any of my podcast episodes, you'll hear some of the stories that I share to help people through their journey or or to even help talk about marketing topics and stuff like that relate to something that happened with my children. And so now I have the opportunity to both, I've spent time with them, but all while I'm spending time with them, I tend to be generating content that I need for my business as well. And I don't necessarily go into it with that intention, but it happens. And so for me, it's like, okay, great. I could use this story to relate to this topic, to put this content out where you can find ways to leverage them. You know, and that's just one way. You can think about when it comes to your spouse. So my husband, who is an entrepreneur himself, I use him for everything. Like he is my support network. And so he's my audio engineer, like literally. And he happens to be an audio engineer in real life as well. So that's helpful. But um, he's my audio engineer. He's my photographer when I need it. He's my accountability coach when I need it. It's like, when you think about it, you can leverage those people that are around you all the time and engage them in ways to help move the business forward and ways that are naturally occurring as well, if that makes sense. No, it absolutely makes sense. Quick question. Is that one thing that you help your clients do and your your coaching clients? Or is it just strictly marketing and business? So it's everything. Right now, as I look forward, and I'm really in the stage, Alonda, where I'm listening out a lot 
because I've narrowed in to say, all right, Candace, it's time to be vulnerable and transparent. And there are enough people who are just like me who are saying questions like, how do you do it all? That Candace, you should be listening and pay attention to the areas where they need the most help. And so right now I'm very much in listen mode, but I've realized, and that's why I'm sharing a lot on social media and through the podcast, that this is an area of difficulty. And so, yes, that is one of the areas that I'm seeking to help and offering to help others. That's amazing. And so let's talk a little bit about your marriage and entrepreneurship. I heard you say that your husband's an entrepreneur. Were you guys ever in a season of just kind of like not seeing eye to eye while building a business? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Because I, I find that so many women struggle with onboarding their husband with mm-hmm. their vision. No, let me tell you. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> oh my gosh, that has happened more often than not. Lately, lately not as much. So remember when I said I had a, a catering business at, at one point in time. When I had that business... Wow. That was probably the first real entrepreneurial endeavor that I was making from like a serious perspective, like a real serious getting into a perspective. And that had some crazy, crazy effects on my marriage, like crazy effects. And when I say that, I mean, you know, I was so, so focused in building this business and and finding clients and growing quickly and moving fast that I wasn't really paying attention to my husband and to my kids and life was passing by, right? Even for him, it's like, okay, you're not paying attention to me. And, and it had some almost breaking points for us. And what I'm hearing say is communication goes hand in hand with balancing it. Yep. Yep. And I think really having, having us, I think on a road to fulfillment, especially when you are you're married and you have a family. It's important that when you want to get to a fulfilling place, you also want to make sure that your spouse is along for the ride and getting to that fulfilling place. And what I mean by that is that he or she is also has an understanding of where their fulfilling place is going to be, that you mutually have that understanding of this is what I want to do and this is what the other wants to do. You know what I mean? Because it can cause conflict where one spouse is, all right, I want to do this. And I go here and I see all these great things for my life. And one other spouse may be like, okay, I see you want to do that, but I have these dreams and I can't do that because you're doing this. And, you know, and no one has stopped to sort of meet in the middle and say, okay, how are we both going to get to our fulfilling end? And so I think that was one of the issues in my case earlier on from an entrepreneurship standpoint we hadn't really stopped to look at both of our fulfilling places and that caused some friction. Thankfully, by the grace of God, we are in a different place now. Amen. All like all the way. There was there was yeah. so much learning there in that, Yolanda. And so I just say to your listeners, where you have that vision, get with your spouse and both under understand mutually what your vision is together, what your life looks like together. And then keep going down your path. It will make a world of difference. I absolutely love that. And you know what? I basically did the same mistakes and I thought I was doing it right, right? I sat with him. Let's create some goals and everything. But when I went off and went full force, like I had zero communication. And kind of like you said, I felt like I was neglecting my husband, neglecting my duties as a mommy 
And that brought in some conflict with internally within the household. So I think communication is just, you know, I mean, it's key with any type of relationship in building. A- Candice, I am so happy that you came here and shed some light on a very important topic that I feel like not very many people talk about, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's the art of what true balance is. And you said it perfectly earlier. It's really about prioritizing mm-hmm. and being okay with it. So before we end, I just want to ask you, where can my listeners find you? Where do you hang out? The so most? from a social media standpoint, I hang out the most on Instagram. And so you can find me on Instagram and it's at Candace Spears. And I also have a blog at CandaceSpears.com. So you can go onto my website, you could check out things there and you can listen to my voice every day if you are so inclined. On, on my podcast. I have a podcast called Ambition, Honey, and Hustle. And you can find that podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever wherever you tend to, to listen to podcasts. So you can find me there too. And I would love to get connected and share more and support people on these journeys as they're going further in, into entrepreneurship and balancing family and marriage. They get it. yeah absolutely and i've listened to the podcast and you guys should take a listen to but i do want to respect your time before you leave do you have any last little wisdom nuggets that you would like to share before we end the Mm -hmm. show probably the biggest piece of wisdom i would say is and i talk about this one all the time on the podcast is be action oriented so And I'm not just talking about in building your business. So think about your entire spectrum, the marriage, the family, the business, all of it together. If you've got these things that you know you want to go after, you know you want to chase, put in the actions, whether that's the conversation with the spouse, the figuring out how to engage the kids, the figuring out what business you want to build, whatever it is, take action. Don't wait to be perfect because you're going to learn so, so, so much in the action. I love that. And you know what? I'm going to end it there because you couldn't say it any better. I love to talk about action. So I'm not even going to get down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Candice, thank you so much for being on the show and talk to you later. You guys go check out Candice. Her podcast is <laughs> thank amazing. You. Thank Thanks. you.